Hello friends and welcome to another episode of Get Wrecked. This time you are joined by me, Ben, and we are going to be breaking down two games. But before I break into what those two games are, let me introduce Chris, my, my special guest. How are you, Chris? I am doing all right, Ben. Thank you so much for this. This is like, I think you and I and like the rest of your play along crew have been like, like ships passing in the night a lot of times in terms oh, yeah. of like collaboration and stuff like that. So I'm finally excited to, you know, get get to do something with you guys. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's been cool. been a long time coming. But yeah, uh, if people are potentially unfamiliar with uh, one hour one decision or. 1H1D is probably what it will get referred to in in the podcast. Why don't you tell people a little bit about sort of yourself and and what it is you guys do at 1H1D? Sure. So we are a weekly Xbox Game Pass podcast, and this is we're going into our third year now. And we uh, so my my co-host Tom and I we play a random game on Game Pass for an hour. And then we decide if we want to keep playing it or not after that hour. So um, our our episodes are generally under 30 minutes. So uh, we, we'll just talk about the goods, the bads, and all that stuff in between. But it's uh, it's been a fun experience. And, you know, we we are uh, extending our, our gaming knowledge, so to speak, right? Because, like... Mm-hmm how you get stuck in certain ways and certain types of games and genres and stuff like that. So the, the surprising button and, and we've gotten user requests too, uh, have, have been, have been eye opening for sure. And you know, <laughs> got, gotten some good, good games to play too. So, so how do you, obviously you use the surprise me button, but have mm-hmm. you, have you come across games where you're like, I know, that I would enjoy this game, but the hour hasn't done it justice. Like, do you ever find, cause you guys play like literally the first hour of the game and then that's mm-hmm. it, isn't it? And that's it's sort it. of like, would we carry on afterwards? So is there any games where you've seen that it's got potential and you felt that it like hasn't found its foot in, in that first hour or so? Um, so there were a, a couple of, of games that we played where people have come back to us and told us like you didn't give it enough time. Mm-hmm. This generally happens with the RPG, uh, RPG games. Oh uh, god, we, yeah. You know, so uh, and one one game in particular, Scarlet Nexus. A lot of people got back to us and said that this game gets really good after like hour ten. Mm. I'm like, am I going to invest that much time for the game to get good after that point? I'm like, I don't know. So yeah yeah it's um it this is probably a bit of a hot take but i i don't like the u.s office um i've never been able to get on with it i my other half my friends they love it and they're yeah. like oh yeah it's like it's really great around like season two halfway through season one <laughs> i'm like yeah but i'm i'm not going to invest that amount of time yeah to, to yeah. watch all of that like i agree like I, my, my my wife's a big she loves that the US office and like I'm mm-hmm. like I, I don't like it's they have it has its moments like everyone's yeah while, but yeah but uh but yeah I'm 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 with you I, I prefer the UK version <laughs> it was it was better to be <laughs> but it, it's it's also like like you said it's like the curse of the RPG and yeah. especially the JRPG mm-hmm. is like you know I mean 
at some point you guys might end up playing a Persona game, and I don't <laughs> think an hour of of Persona is gonna be enough to sort of. Yeah, I mean it, it is coming out soon, isn't it? Like there's mm-hmm. a Persona three and four are coming out soon, and and yeah, we're we will probably. We actually have a Twitter poll going on right now for that. <laughs> so we'll see if that actually makes it. But I've heard good things about it. And I've heard those games are really long, too. Like we had Dragon Quest, which I I, I mean, I love Akira Toriyama's artwork and stuff like that. So that was like a driving force for Tom and I to play it. And then I looked and the game is like you can have over 100 hours into the game. And like you're like, I'm like, am I going to waste that much time? When I have all these other games that I could potentially be playing, I, I don't want to say waste. If if it's something that you like, then sure, go ahead. But, mm. but it's, it's it's having to sit through those like first fifteen hours, yeah, not enjoying yourself, thinking, man, I could be <laughs> playing something else, right, right. Like I so. mean, I mean about Dragon Quest, like Philip and Nave on Gaming Together, mm-hmm. uh, Philip started playing it after Nave had been like pressuring him to play it for ages and he was like oh like I'm, I'm on like hour 60 something like I'm you know it's starting to drain me and Nave was right. like no no keep going like it's gonna get good just keep going just keep going it's like hours my god okay. yeah Nave put a certain amount of hours in to, to Dragon Quest so yeah 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 he he recommended um Yakuza to me and I've I been stand I've been slowly I was playing it and it was like <laughs> I it's I, so ridiculous though it's so and like I really I I need to get back into playing like a dragon. Mhm. So that's the one that I played. The only one I've played is like a dragon and um random sort of shameless plug I did an episode with I believe it was Eric from Game Positive. I've done way too many of these. Oh nice. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, he requested like a dragon. Oh, he suggested like a dragon to me. I just couldn't get. I mean, I'm a Kojima fan, so I'm used to long cutscenes. Yeah. But like, right, Yakuza was too much, man. I was like, right, and everyone's like, oh yeah, that's like one of the best ones to start on, and it was too cutscene heavy. And it's a shame because I really liked the plot. I really yeah. liked the plot of like a dragon, and I I was a good like sort of nine or ten hours into it, mm-hmm. but I was like, I can't. I can't bring myself to do this anymore. Yeah. I It was funny because like, I thought, yeah, like the combat in that game was good and like just so over the top and so ridiculous oh, yeah. that it kept me going past the, like you said, like the five, 500 cutscenes that you have to get through to get to the actual game. Yeah. Like that, that was the reason why I stayed away, like from death stranding for a long time because mm. of that. And, but then when I, and I was making fun of it for a long time, where I was like, okay, this is just a walking simulator. Whatever, I'm just a delivery guy, whatever. And but that that part of it, the actual gameplay of getting from point A to point B, uh, it was actually kind of interesting for me. I was yeah. like, okay, this is actually kind of fun. The the ironically, the gameplay of Death Stranding is the biggest hurdle to get over of mm-hmm. whether you like the game or not. But it's also the biggest part of the game, right? Like, just going along and like seeing like oh i need to get up here and then someone on your server's left a ladder or like a rope for you to yeah. climb up and you're like oh awesome and then you'll leave one for somebody else and like mm-hmm. but yeah getting over that gameplay is like a big hurdle right sure. so 
is there any games that you've got on because you said you use like the surprise me button on yeah. game pass so is there any games that have actually surprised you like you've looked at it and you thought oh my god this is i can't believe i've got to play this for an hour and then it turns out to be like an absolute gem um well i've heard a lot about hellblade i never actually mm. like tried it and it was actually pretty cool i actually finished that game i went all the oh, way okay. through with that and the the runner series games i don't know if you heard of like the oh like the shadow like tr- runner no no uh the mud runner and snow runner oh games. yeah i did a, i um when i was reviewing games i reviewed the mud runner game yeah, yeah. it's I, it was surprisingly like deep they're for very what it was. like it's like a simulation almost yeah it's, it's crazy absolutely and like i, I was talking you know, when we were recording the episode uh it was basically like the the Dark Souls of Simulators. <laughs> it's like yeah. you get to like a point where you, you just like are stuck. You have to like start all over. It's just yeah. It's I remember like being basically stranded myself in like this really deep mud when I was reviewing it, and yeah. my winch had broken, so I had no <laughs> way to like winch myself out of the mud, and I had to like go all the way back to the save yeah. point, and it was like okay. Uh, yeah. it's it's in a weird way it's similar to dark souls because you kind of take what you learned from that and you're like okay right yeah. this is how i do it this time <laughs> so i mean yeah th- th- there was there's definitely been a lot of games i was uh surprised about in terms of how good they are mm-hmm. um that 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 being one of them and then um what was another one that I used? oh <laughs> rain on your parade i just thought it was such a doofy like just just pure fun kind of game and mm. just nonsense that happens in the game so it was like that that was that was fun and again a game that. that i probably would i probably would not have played this game if i had if i had to pay for it but it was just so so stupid but like i was like cool i'm in for it i'm just looking it up because i was like i've never heard of that slapstick comedy game where you play as a mischievous cloud this looks brilliant yeah. Yeah. oh and the procession to Calvary. That was also an awesome game. Is it really? It's it's only like two, two and a half hours. Right. And you get through it. So I got through it so fast. Like it, it was just so funny. At least like the first I'd say like the first three two thirds of it was like really funny. And then like by the end, you're like, okay, I kinda wanna just get to the end of it. But but it's yeah. I, I really enjoyed my time though with it. And it was so short. It was great. Oh, well, I'll use that as a perfect little segue into our first game because our first game is a very short and is what you recommended to me. And I'm probably going to butcher this name. Gorogoa? think that's how you say it. i would say it, no one yeah uh, i and actually this is one of the games that we did play on the podcast and uh was recommended by uh nrx ic's was the, 
but um yeah i've i've heard of rumblings about this game before but then it was it was kind of cool just to be able to play it because it was such a trippy game such a mm. trippy game so I'm, I'm curious to hear what you thought about it um so let me do a a little intro um and then i'll go into my thoughts so published by annapurna um which is a company i discovered recently through kai um doing the podcast uh 90 of their games are either batshit crazy and or brilliant (laughs) (laughs) um developed by jason roberts so this came out in 2017 initially for i wasn't aware of this pc ios and the switch Mm-hmm. And then it came out on PlayStation and Xbox in 2018. God, how would you describe it? So this game at its core is like a puzzle game. Yep. Um, but it is also kind of like a flip book kind of thing. So there'll be like, um, like for instance, like you're, you're controlling a character who's just sort of going through this city and, mm-hmm there'll be things like you'll go for a door and it is set up almost like a comic book, like comic book yeah. panels. Um, and that door will probably lead you to another door and another panel that will allow you to get the thing that you need to solve the puzzle that you're trying to solve. And there's sections where you only have three panels. So you have to mm-hmm. move them around in the correct way in order to make things line up. So, uh, the one that's on the, the, the little Wikipedia here is, uh, there's like a picture of an apple on the wall and you click into that and it zooms into a tree and then Mm -hmm. you drag the panel from the left to the right at the bottom and there's a bowl and then that makes that apple drop into that bowl and that's part of the puzzle right yeah it's 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 always four panels i believe right yeah it's it's always set out like four panels and sometimes they're filled and sometimes it's just like three of them um Mm -hmm. and you can like i said you can like click on something to zoom in so you might need to zoom in closer to i remember there was one section where like a ladder looked tiny and when you Mm -hmm. clicked it it made the ladder big and then you could line that up with another ladder to make a very tall ladder to like go through the next section um yeah it's just it's like messing with perspective and like layers yeah what is that oh god i can't remember kai's gonna kick me the (laughs) the the artist who was all about perspective he always did the stairs oh escher escher thank you yeah i'm glad you know it (laughs) it's similar sort of thing you're like messing with perspective and like oh okay if i move this here now this lines up with that and that kind of um kind of system and this game is just trippy as balls it's it's so (laughs) trippy it's so trippy i like I had I like it it boggles my mind like how when they went to do design this game like how much did they how far out did they have to go to like figure out how to like put everything together and put it in place you know like that it was just so intricate in the way that you put everything everything lining up the way it has to line up it's just I don't know yeah I mean I was I was just reading on here like apparently Jason Roberts who developed the game Mm-hmm. initially wanted to make a graphic novel and then yeah. saw that like indie games could be popular and he was like i reckon i can make a way to combine the two of these and sort of create this new 
new medium. It's almost like an interactive comic book sort of. But apparently development started in 2011. So, like, what, like six years? He quit his full-time job so he could focus on the game. So this guy went all in on uh, Gorogoa. Interesting. It's... I I wouldn't... Normally we talk about the plot of the game, but I wouldn't say that this plot has like the game has a plot per se you kind of follow the story of this boy who's like gathering these fins together to make some sort of like religious donation to like a god or something and you pan backwards and forwards between him as a kid and him as an older person but yeah it's it's more you know like those games where you're like the plot of this game is just the vessel to deliver the gameplay like that's pretty yeah. much what this is i i uh i went to the steam forums to see what people's interpretation of this game was and it's like it got pretty dark in terms of like because you're, you're basically you're right like you're you're watching this person's life unfold mm-hmm. but it's like i don't know if it's like you're you're going through time or this person's like seeing their whole life and unfold through this yeah. whole thing like in it like uh, outside of because like yeah you're right like there's there's this god which i'm assuming the god is called Gorogoa that he's like trying to appease to because like i don't know if he's trying to fix because at, at one point the um the character like falls and breaks his breaks his legs or something like that and he's like a, yeah. in a wheelchair yeah yeah so i don't know if there was like something where he was trying to fix that or I, I don't know. It was it was so weird, such such trippy uh, potential story. I don't know, but it's like oh, up for interpretation for sure. Yeah, I mean, like even like I don't get me wrong, Wikipedia is not the most um, <laughs> trustworthy of sources, but like there is nothing. There isn't a plot section on this game's Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Um, I assumed Gorogoa was the sort of god it's like there's almost like a festival in town or something yeah and there's like a big sort of like um, a dragon or something yeah like a big dragon that's sort of like in the distance in the town uh but then like you said there's like you can't tell if he's reliving his past or if it's time travel or what but there'd be sections where like like you said you're in a wheelchair i'm pretty sure there was a section where there was like a war or something like it Mm -hmm. kind of it, it jumps backwards and forwards so I to me I'm like you know it's just you need a plot in order to be able to have the game essentially so right it's like oh yeah this this guy's collecting stuff for his god like yeah yeah um the reason I used it as a segue is because I think my gameplay of this was like two and a half hours mm-hmm. literally like between two and a half three hours it was really short yeah um. But do you know what? I came out the other end of it and I was like, this was fucking brilliant. I absolutely like loved that there's something about the simplicity of the game because Mm -hmm. there's no 3D environments. There's no um, like big sort of world to get lost in. It's literally just a two by two grid. There's no language. There's no dialogue. There's no nothing. You are fully just like fixing 
and solving these puzzles yeah and potentially interpreting the story as you go along and there was something about that perspective like aspect to it of like lining things up and Mm -hmm. you know messing around with the perspective that i was just like man i really really enjoyed it i sat down on like a saturday morning and i just played it all in one go yeah i was like this is brilliant yeah like in a way it's like you're you're like the character you're trying to put things together make things right in like in his world and it's like you know it becomes very in in a way meta like because you're you're helping this person try to like sort things out in his life as you're you know it's 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 cool cool yeah yeah i mean they're definitely you can definitely like uh pull like a deep meaning from it um Mm -hmm. but when when you played it what was your initial reaction to it because i was taken back when i saw the grids i was like oh okay this is not what i was expecting at all um so i had like i had a, a, a bit of an idea of how it worked before i started playing it but obviously i never actually played it and I I was just I was just like when it was just like a, such a satisfying feeling when something aligned and then mm-hmm. you saw like the next part of the pro, like of the you know story unfold story quote unquote unfold and yeah like I I liked that it was it was almost at a it was a pretty constant clip that you had that kind of satisfaction there were some points like near the end of the game where I was definitely confused. I was like, okay, how do I actually get these things to work or whatnot? But, but yeah, it it was, I just loved how clever it was. And I'm actually glad it wasn't longer than, than the two hours. Cause I, I could see that being like, um, it it could be very frustrating at that point because Mm. it was like, like how much more can you do of this? And like, you know, it it could be, it could be a struggle for sure. Like, especially the, the tail end was uh was slogging for me a little bit. Yeah, it definitely um could have overstayed its welcome, but it didn't. And I remember later on some of the puzzles becoming a bit like having a bit of a struggle with them because mm. I think some of them like you wasn't solving the puzzle, you was like trying to scare a bird so that the bird flew off which did something to the world which made you solve the puzzle so it's like you right. wasn't you wasn't necessarily trying to make that ladder drop you was trying to scare the bird in order to make the ladder <laughs> drop and that was never really made abundantly clear until you started yeah. to like mess with things in the world yeah uh, i remember clicking a lot of like just just randomly doing a lot of clicking until something finally did something yeah which yeah. was I guess in in some ways can be uh, frustrating for a lot of people because, you know, there was no tutorial. You just kind of are dropped into this world and you try to figure it out. And that's, that's. Yeah. I vaguely remember pressing a button and some circles appearing like stuff that you could interrupt with. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I sort of, I think I got a little bit cocky. Because I sort of started to understand how the perspective worked and stuff, so I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't need these anymore." And I was sort of going through the game, and then I got to those late stages, and I was like, "What the hell am I supposed to do?" And then I hit the button, and the bird was one of the circles. I was like, "God, really? Like this bird? (laughs) (laughs) This bird's just chilling. I didn't think it was interactable." Right. Right. Um. 
So, I mean, because I when I went into it, I had no clue whatsoever. This game was on my um, like add to play later on Game Pass. Yeah, I like to go on and just sort of go through and add bits, and then when I'm working out what to play, I sort of scroll through. And yeah. I remember seeing the name and seeing the concept of like the screenshots. Yeah, and adding it to my list, and then not looking at it again. And then I think I sent you like my GG thing with like the list of games I'm wanting yep. to play. And you yep. was like, oh, Guru Goa. And I was like, that ain't even on my list, bro. What? <laughs> and you, <laughs> you was like, yeah, it's like right there. And I was like, oh, fuck, I completely forgot this game existed. <laughs> yeah. Um, So I just installed it and I had no idea what I was going into. So that sort of first initial opening up when it's just a two by two grid, I was like, oh, okay, this is like a cutscene, and then we're going to go into the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mistakes are made no it's yeah no it's uh it's such a yeah it it just so it, it just messes with you the entire time and again like you mentioned like anapura anapurna is like the um yeah like publishers yeah. publishers right they're publishers of the game and they just they always find these weird like interesting ideas for for games like uh, i don't know if you played that game 12 minutes that was another crazy yes. game <laughs> yeah 12 minutes was um kaya did an interstitial on it so we played it and it was one of those games that i was like i love the premise of this but the execution just was not yeah me. yeah it could definitely be frustrating for sure oh and man, yeah, that, yeah and that ending oh my god that was, that was <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like you said though like i like i'm my other half was at work when I was playing this mm-hmm. and she come back just as I finished it. And she was like, Oh, you played that game. Like, what was it like? And I was like, this is probably one of the most interesting to play games that I have yeah. ever played. Yeah. Because that, that whole, like I'm used to puzzle games being like portal and things like that, where you're <laughs> like, you know, I pick this up and I move this and it goes here and right. then a thing happens. So to have that like 2d flat, got to change your perspective i mean i'm like i was saying about the on the wikipedia where it had the apple falling in the bowl yeah i didn't realize that the bowl you have to zoom twice into one of the pictures to get the bowl it's like on somebody's chimney tops yeah you like zoom into the city and then zoom in again and then you see the bloody bowl so it was just interesting to have that whole kind of take on it and i came out the other side i was like i really I, I don't think I've ever played or will ever play a game like this again. No. Like it's, Unless it's this guy does, does another one. Yeah, if, if he does another one, maybe. But like, just to, this ex- the execution of this game is uh, was done very well. It was just done really well. Uh, everything just really fell into place. It was great. Let's see if he has done anything. No, that is a footballer. I can't I can't find another Finn. I think I mean he takes his time though. Yeah, he takes I mean he's making games. He may well be working on I mean he took like what seven years to work on Gurugoa, so I mean to be fair, he hasn't been active on Twitter since March twenty twenty two was his last one. Before that it was November twenty twenty. See he's a <laughs> he's a bit of a lurker when it comes to, to Twitter, so Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we'll see something from him eventually. But yeah. um, before we jump into our second game, 
Yeah. Uh, I'll say personally, like my overall impressions of Gorogoa were that, like I said, it was brilliant. I've not played a game like it in the way that it tackles its puzzle solving. Uh, it's two and a half hours long, roughly. It's on Game Pass. Yeah. 100%. If you like puzzle games or if you like games that just do something different, you should at least give Gorogo a, a go. Yeah. I mean, it's just the perfect amount of time. And, oh, actually, is it technically on Game Pass anymore? I don't think it is. Oh, I don't know. It might have left. But I know it's on... Um, it might not be on yeah. Game Pass. I might retract yeah, it's not on Game Pass anymore. Sad. But it's on it's on iOS. It's on yep. Switch and that. So you can play it out and about. Yeah. I mean, I would say if you ever get a chance to try this game, anyone out there listening, like try it out. It doesn't it won't take that much time. And like clearly two hours, you you could be watching a crappy movie or you could be playing this game, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, I would I would say you would you'll have more fun at least trying to play, try to play this game. Yeah. It's yeah. Like you said, like, I don't think there's, it's such a unique experience and I'm, I'm glad I got to try to try this out. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad, glad you like, did. I'm glad you enjoyed it too. Yeah, I recommended no, it, to you. it was, um, like I said, it was on my list eventually, but I clearly, I forgot it was even on there. So yeah, <laughs> I'm glad that it came up. Yeah. And that now, and see, and the, the other satisfying part about this game is that you could check it off your list and take That's it off it. The, the Euclid. That's it, exactly. Uh, but another game that I get to check off my list is the one that I recommended to you, mm. which was Chinatown Detective Agency. Chinatown Detective Agency was developed by General Interactive Co. and published by themselves. Um, but Humble Games published the console version of uh, Chinatown Detective Agency. It released in April of 2022. And it says here it's a point and click adventure game. I'd say that's, that's fairly like yeah. the base gameplay is that. But. <laughs> Speaking of games that do something a little bit different. Um, <laughs> so you are playing as Amira, who is an ex, uh, ex-police officer in Singapore, in Chinatown. Yep. And she has basically gone off on her own way to start a detective agency. And if I remember correctly, the game begins with you going to meet 
a source for something he was investigating and he's dead. And then it cuts back to like a couple of weeks beforehand and leads up to that point and then sort of goes from there. So it does something a little bit weird because it feels, it starts off, you get sort of shoehorned into what you're investigating. There's there's mm-hmm. one thing that you're investigating. And through that, you make acquaintances with people. And then you get to a point in the game where the game gives you an option of three people to work for. Mm-hmm. You can work for... Uh, so you've got... What's the lady's name? Tiger uh, Lily. That's it, Tiger Lily, yeah. Yep. Uh, you can work for Keenan, who's who I worked for. I believe he works in the government in some aspect. He's like mm-hmm. related to that. And the third one, I can't remember his name, but he works for some super shady billionaire conglomerate company. He's the guy okay. who's like he's got like investors or something. Do you remember? Do you remember the guy I'm on about? Uh, um, I. Th- think so but there was maybe unless there was like because i know tiger lily she was working with a guy who ended up um who wanted to like give back certain uh yeah artifacts. yeah yeah um and rupert zoe i had to look yeah. his name up yeah rupert zoe is um so tiger lily works with that guy but then Rupert So is one of the people you can work for. And he's like, oh, I have like a business partner who wants this looked into. And it's like mm-hmm. almost like corporate espionage, like super oh, secretive, yes. like gathering information to take down his competitors so he can make more money, that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so now full disclosure, I didn't finish this game. Um, <laughs> I did so the game you you get the choice of these three people and after that you get the choice to then go and either continue the storyline that you're doing or go and work with one of the other two people Mm -hmm. i did keenan's storyline up to that first intersection and then i stopped Mm -hmm. you rolled credits i roll i roll credits uh not to get into my sort of final thoughts of the game but that's a badge of honor that you should wear. Like <laughs> that is. So who did you work for? So I ended up working for Tiger Lily. Right. And it was it was interesting because you 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 find out that the um that that the person she's working for or that like is the client is the kind of the heir to this um to this like church i remember, I remember like that temple. yeah yeah right. like him and his sister are having an argument over right. like who gets the temple or something right exactly so you kind of follow that you kind of follow that path all the way to the conclusion of that story and but then what was interesting was i don't like like immediately after that like tiger lily stops and then there there's a there's like you kind of go back to the singular um storyline like you you, it's just one mission after that yeah it's one mission after that and then you kind of just go that you ride that out to the end of the end of the game and what it is is that story that story goes back to the first um 
I, I, I'm pretty sure it's like the first scene that you see in the game where there's mm. like a drone that blows up this guy that's running. Yeah, yeah. So that, like it ties back to that whole thing. And then that's the story. Because yeah. like you, the very first thing that you investigate is um, this like water company who are basically going to start charging people for general tap water. And they're yeah. like, they tear it. Um, and then you find out that like they're adding poisons and toxins to like the lower tier to like kill mm-hmm. off the poor or to try and push people to buy the more expensive tiers, and that's like a whole shady situation. <laughs> um, so I I did Keenan's route. So, uh-huh. um, in that situation with the woman, in that situation with the water, that first section, right? The CEO of that company ends up being um basically her name dragged through the dirt and she like is sort of you know she's made out to be this like super shady ceo and mm-hmm. is like being investigated for potentially poisoning loads of people and it turns out that the man that you were supposed to meet at the beginning of the game was an informant and he was going to tell you about it and mm-hmm. he gets killed so then it becomes a whole big like who killed him situation Right. Um, so Keenan's route is basically going down that path a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So you start investigating that CEO, you start investigating her, you find out that she worked with this other woman who was funding it, so then you go try and trace the funds and you end up working with that CEO. She ends mm-hmm. up um she like goes on the run for a little bit. She gets captured and she agrees to give information to you Hmm. if you basically set her free. And the police chief's like, I'm not going to do that. She can work with you, but I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. she ends up like screwing you over and like she drugs you. Oh, wow. Um, And it was just, it was crazy. It was just crazy. There was like a whole... um, the, the the impression I'm getting is that all three of the stories tie into one another from the sound of it, mm-hmm. because you were saying about how uh, the guy who was the head of the temple, his t- yep. story ran back into that first scene. And then it's like, well, you go through when you do Keenan's story, you, you find out who killed that guy at the bus mm. stop. And it turns out he is somebody who works in that super shady group of people that Robert Zoo's involved with. Yeah. So that all links into that. And it's like the impression I'm getting is that there is an overarching conspiracy that sort of yeah. connects yep. everybody. Yep. Um, but in terms of the story, I mean, you've rolled credits. So how did you find the story of the game itself? I thought it was a pretty good I thought it was a pretty good story overall like again like the fact that they were able to even like even if it was like just the middle of the game branch out into mm-hmm. like three different things um and then come back together tie it back in I thought that was kind of it was cool to see that I didn't know how far it was going to go or what was what like what the goal was there because again like the other thing that they bring up is the fact that you can buy uh more property and you have to like pay rent every month 
yeah, and that stuff. Yeah, like, hire people. I, I was like, I, I thought there was this whole other system, all these other systems that you had to manage. But at the end, you like you don't really deal with it that much. Like you, oh, there's okay. like an e- yeah, you just like um, open an email and pay your dues, and like that's it. Is there so, a benefit to? Because I mean, I when I finished the game, I just had expanded for the first time, so. Mm-hmm. I done Keenan's section. Yep. I had the realtor come around and was like, yeah, I'm going to sign the contract, expand the office. I hired that CEO woman to work with me. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because basically, even though she screwed me over, she ended up coming back and like saving me. There was um, like one of those shady people that Robert Zoo knows. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he tried to kill me, basically trapped me in this room and I had to solve a puzzle and she was helping me solve the puzzle to get out of the room. Ah. So uh, Amira's like, you are very well connected and you know these shady business people because you was a shady business person. Right. Maybe I can like use you to sort of help me work out what's going on. Yeah. Um. So but did you hire anyone? Was there a benefit to it? Yeah, so... There is a um, like a, essentially like a a priest or, or, or whatnot that's in this at, at this temple mm-hmm. that you eventually hire, and he comes and helps you with. He can sometimes help you with like deciphering certain languages and stuff like that oh, later okay. on in the game. So I'm curious what she would have done for that for the like the the main yeah in in plot. in Keenan's bit. She was essentially like, you would find out the name of a company. Mm-hmm. So you found out the name of a company and then the person, it was like two initials. Mm. And she was like, oh, I know those initials from that company. Like mm-hmm. I've worked with that person. So she sort of went down that route and wow. she was very, I think it was more that. It was more kind of like tracing the like paper breadcrumbs because Mm -hmm. these people are trying to cover their tracks and like there's a lot of offshore accounts and like shell companies and stuff like that so i think she would come into that side of it um did you use the i can't remember her name but mating all the time time. i used her all all the the time time. (laughs) she's like a pay as you go puzzle solver yeah. yeah it was great it was great i i did i thought it was a little jarring when it was like because there's like the web icon or web link and it would just open up a browser i was like oh okay i guess yeah, i so can this, just google everything yeah let's let's get into the gameplay of it so yeah. um you are essentially being a detective you are given mm-hmm. clues and uh, like a great example is that guy that you were saying about who is looking to return like artifacts back to their right. country. And he's like, if you can return it to the country, I'll pay you. And he's like, if you can return it to the city it's from, I'll pay you extra. Mm-hmm. So then you get this description of it and it will say like, oh, it's a stone ceremonial dagger with this, like the a woman as the handle with the head of an eagle. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, that doesn't tell me fucking anything. <laughs> so, so you click web, and like you said, it doesn't have an in-game browser, which I mean, it's fair enough. I can't imagine it was easy to like program the entire yeah. of the web into this game. Yeah. So 
uh, I was playing on PC, so it would open up a browser on Chrome yeah, and take me straight to Google. And then I would basically just Google like stone ceremonial dagger, woman, eagle head, yeah. and just follow this paper trail and try and work out where this... And they'd be like, oh, it's from Machu Picchu. So then you have yeah. to go to... <laughs> the flight department of the game mm-hmm. and you can't just book a flight like this is how intricate this game is is like you have to check the time in game and yep. the date in game yeah and make sure because you can buy a plane ticket for a flight that's already gone so yes. you have to <laughs> you have to make sure that you buy a plane ticket for the right flight going to the right place right um and then that comes into like you said you get this resource management where once a month you'll get an email on your computer that says hey you owe us like five grand rent and a grand utilities yeah and if you're not solving these like puzzles and earning the money yeah i'm assuming you can go bankrupt i i don't know about you i never found myself in like a financial difficulty spot in this no i and i think um so yeah, like you said, there's there's resources in terms of money, but there's also time, right? Because like some some of the some of the uh, missions you had to complete in a certain amount of time. Yeah, you had like seven days to do it or something. Right. Yeah. So so that in itself was also like stressful in a sense because you're like, okay, I I because because if you miss if you make a make the mistake of going to the wrong place, you will end up like you you know you lose a lot of game time from mm. there. And um, it's funny with the the web part of it. I like there was a couple a couple of times I would just Google instead of googling the thing, I would just Google the answer to the puzzle instead. <laughs> so I'd just I go for the, a, look for a walkthrough. Or whatever. There was so, one time I looked for a walkthrough because yeah. you have to you, you start getting involved with Robert Zoe's um, shady organization, right? And so somebody he knows is like i can't get you into the organization but i can essentially get you like an application right so the application is a cipher <laughs> yeah. and so i googled it and they were like oh it's um this particular type of cipher and what you have to do is you have to match the letters to the numbers and then that will spell a message and i was trying to solve it and i was like i f- fuck this so i went to mating <laughs> and mating told me the name of the cipher. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I know what type of cipher it is now. Continue trying to solve it. No luck. And in the end, mm. I was just like, right, Chinatown walkthrough. Let's find, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. find out what it is. And it's a date and a time. And then mm. you have to go to, um, it's like a date and a time. And it says like, at this specific location where so-and-so was, it basically it's a painting. And you have oh, to. Oh yes, yes, yes. I, I you have that to one. stand yeah. directly underneath Socrates, who's laying on a set of stairs in this right. painting, right? At a specific time on a specific date. Yeah. And if you don't do it, you will basically just fail. And that's not a compulsory mission. That's like a side mission. Mm-hmm. So if you don't go back to a previous save, like you just don't get that side mission anymore. So you don't Spe- get the money from that. Right. The save system, I thought, was also a bit annoying. Oh, yes. Because you can only save at the end or this beginning of a case. Yeah, essentially when you're not in an active investigation, which means that 
that was one of my sort of main reasons for dropping the game is that yeah. I found like I couldn't dip into it for an hour and then dip out. I had to sort mm-hmm. of be here for like two, three hours at a time, do the story, do that yeah. section and then save. And then I could go somewhere else. Yeah. And that yeah. was sort of where I started to get a little bit annoyed with it. Yeah. The, the um, other thing that was annoying to me, I don't know what you, how you felt about it was the inconsistency of the voice acting. Oh my God. So this is like a, a trope as well with visual novels where like, <laughs> like two lines of a seven line paragraph will be voice acted and the right. rest are not. Right. Like or, wh- wh- why? I don't know. And there was a section where like when that evil CEO is trying to kill you, basically yeah. you, you track him down to this like robotics factory uh, should we, yes. we should say the game takes place in like 2037 so everything's yes. cyberpunk futuristic yeah. so you trace him down to this robotics um place and as you walk in the door locks behind you and he's like oh i've locked you in here and the walls are slowly compressing and oh wow okay. yeah the walls start to compress and then that woman ceo comes along and she's like oh this is like their constellations mm-hmm. there's four constellations so you have to work out what the constellation is mm-hmm. and then interact with them in the correct order. <laughs> and they're not simple constellations. Right, right. It's not like Orion's Belt or the Big Dipper or like anything like that. They're yeah. like, you know, constellations that you've got to know what they are to be able to see sure. them. Sure. And that's timed because the walls are come closing in on you. So I'm frantically like on Google, like <laughs> constellations, and I'm looking through this graph of like 32 constellations, trying to line yeah. it all up. And I was like, my Lord, man. But in yeah. that section, that evil CEO who tracked me in the room, his lines were voice acted, but right. Amira's and the female CEOs weren't. Yeah. Uh, what was that all about? Why don't, don't they I, just do that? I don't know if they run out of money or, like, or what. <laughs> like. Must. It's just like either voice act it all or don't act, don't voice right. act any of it. Right. Like, um, and they weren't, they weren't like bad voice actors either. Like, there when was the voice some, acting was okay. Yeah. It, some of them were just kind of bad, but like overall, I thought they, they all did a decent job. And yeah, like, it just, it would, it would take me out of it a bit, a couple of times because it's like, okay, well, I'm just yeah. reading text now. Yeah, and so it's 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 weird because in that section, the evil CEO he has this like monologue, and he's okay. that's very well voice acted that section, you know. Yeah. Um, and you're like, oh, okay, and then it just goes to a mirror, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna hear a mirror, and then right. it's just nothing. And you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> like, wait, what? And then the first line of the female CEO's speech will be voice acted, and then the other five aren't, and you're like, this is so weird. Why is yeah. it? chopping and changing very very frustrating what about the um so there's a section in the first mandatory puzzle in the first mandatory case mm-hmm. when you break into this female ceo's party where they're revealing the water uh-huh. and you have to hack her computer yes and you have six minutes six <laughs> real minutes like not in game <laughs> six real minutes to decipher her password she has like a memorable password hint yeah and it was something random like the longest river in china uh-huh. so 
I'm on Google and I'm like, I'm looking it up and I'm like, okay, right. I found it. I type it in. It's like incorrect. I'm like, Oh, what do you mean? Incorrect? What? So I'm like, type it again. Incorrect. God. Okay. And it turned out you had to have the local colloquialization name for the Uh... river, not like the official name. So then I had to call (laughs) up my team in game and be like, this is the longest river in China. What do they call it where they're from? And she was like, oh, it's so-and-so. So then I had to type that in, and then that worked. Yeah. And that was kind of... That was... So that that's my biggest issue with the game. Yeah. Is um, the, the, the save system isn't great. I can get around that. Yeah. And it says it here on like the Wikipedia, they're talking about reception. Somebody was like, it feels like doing homework at times. (laughs) And that is kind of what it is, you know, because I, I love the premise of it. I love the premise of, uh, cause I mean, I'm a sucker for detective stuff, any sort of stuff that's like detective based. I absolutely love. So to have this game where it's like, Oh, you're solving in-game puzzles using real world detective skills. I was like, brilliant yeah but it just consisted of google and rabbit holes <laughs> yeah, absolutely and like the the uh the reason why i picked tiger lily for example was i thought the whole like artifact thing and like putting these things together it, it gave me str- such strong vibes of like where in the world is carmen san diego mm-hmm. where you're just you're just like you had to figure out what you like with the clues of like the artifacts like how where do they actually line yeah. up in, didn't they have the like world. stamps one of them was like a yeah yeah stamp stamps. and like yep. it was from a turn so you had to work out the certain year that it was from to yep. show where it was printed to return it to that town and exactly so it was like it was it was cool in that sense but yeah the, the but then there was just like annoying things that happened like with like you said like with that with that password and Mm-hmm. and the cipher sometimes and like but so like but i would just as soon as I, like one of those puzzles come like, i'm gonna call a mating right now she's, she's oh, yeah. gonna answer everything for me right now so and i mean what... fair play to mating right because yeah. this, this girl's got hustle because yeah. you you start off you meet her because you're in the library trying to solve this case yep and you talk to her and she's like oh and she sort of shows that she has knowledge of stuff Right, and she helps you, and she's like, "Oh, does that make me like a detective now?" And you're like, "No, but if I need you, I'll call you." Right. This bitch charges a premium, <laughs> a does. fucking premium, <laughs> yes, and she, she gives does. you like tears. She's like, "Do you want a hint, or do you want the whole answer?" <laughs> right. Um, and like, fair play to her, she's earning that bag, like yeah. using her brain. But yeah. I didn't never, even like, bother. I was just like, "Just give me the whole solution. I don't care. Yeah. Just give me the whole." No, solution. I was like. <laughs> I think I tried one time and that was when I found out it was the cipher is mm. like, I was trying to solve this email yeah. and I was like, give me a hint. Like, I, I feel like I can solve this. And she's like, Oh, it's called a so-and-so cipher. And I was like, okay, right. cool. Yeah. And then I sat there for like half an hour trying yeah. to work it out. And I was like, no, okay. I was like, I, I can't believe I've got to pay you again, but can you just give me the solution, please? Like, I'm just imagining like her, she's just waiting by the phone. She's like, He's gonna call back. She's oh yeah, hundred percent, right man. <laughs> like, she was charging me like five hundred dollars for a hint <laughs> and like seven fifty for the full solution. That's crazy. So, so she made like twelve fifty off of that one puzzle, man. <laughs> so good, brilliant, brilliant. 
But I mean, yeah, later on she becomes like part of your crew, so to speak. I, I would imagine Emily. eventually she becomes like sort of the person who sat in the office and you're like, mating, I need to know right. <laughs> when this stamp was published in 1962. And she's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's hard to explain to somebody who hasn't played the game yeah where and i mean i don't you can correct me if you if you disagree but for me like where the shortcomings of the game come into place because playing it mm-hmm. you understand that frustration of constantly being on google and constantly going down these google rabbit holes yeah. and you know, I found eventually that searching the phrase I wanted and then Chinatown Detective Agency at the end <laughs> would, would sort of narrow down what I was looking for. Because right. like SEO was just like, oh, you're looking for that part. You don't care the name of the longest river in China. You want the name <laughs> of the longest river in China for this video game. Right. But it's, it's it's hard to explain to somebody who hasn't played the game like how you simultaneously love being on Google and then using that to solve an in-game puzzle, but at the same yep. time, it's also a frustration. Yeah. I don't know if that's coming through in talking about the game, because there's <laughs> there's sometimes where you're like, I mean, the stamp one is a fucking great example. Right. Like, there are, there are some times when I look and, like, one of the stamps, it was like... Um, I looked at it and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Julius Caesar. He was like a guy and he had like a crown of like sort uh-huh. of leaves. And I was like, oh, that's Julius Caesar. Okay, cool. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, well, I know it's Italian, but I can't just take it to Italy. I've got to take it to this right place. Yeah. So then I've got to like go on Google and I'm going through like stamp collecting forums <laughs> of like Italian stamps from 1983 yeah. trying to work out what my stamp is and then it turns out the stamp's like a misprint and it's like super rare so i'm like great now i don't even know like (laughs) it's like you i don't know how to explain it like you i I started off so excited to be on google and searching stuff and then it just become more and more tiresome and i I think it's combined with the save system because Mm -hmm. it's not like if you're stuck searching for something, you can't be like, all right, fuck it. I'll come back tomorrow because yeah. you're partway through an investigation. You either have to redo this mm-hmm. or sit and do it until you've solved it. Yeah. And I feel like if the game, even if it had like an autosave system where yeah. cause you can travel somewhere. So there's like a map and you'll travel to different districts of Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Even if it autosaved when you travel to a new location, I'd be fine with that. Because I'd just be like, all right, okay, I'm going to travel to the nearest location. It will autosave. I'll come back tomorrow. But mm-hmm. the fact that you can be a third of a way through an investigation, be stumped. Yeah. And have to have that decision of either like, okay, am I going to re-sit through all of this dialogue and do all the di- <laughs> or am I just going to lon this out and try and solve it? Yeah. I mean, I think the cases for the most part, like, what are they like? An some hour of them and a half, are very, two hours. Some yes. of them are very short. Like that yeah. sort of um that that guy that he was saying, he's basically he's like dad is like a philanthropist. So he like yeah. basically was like, I want all of these artifacts. And his son's like, No, I want these to go where they belong. 
those ones aren't terrible because once you work yeah. out where they are, it's like 30 minutes maybe. Yeah. But the main case, like Keenan's case, was a good like two and a half, three hours, I'd yeah. say, of like, it shouldn't have been. Don't get me wrong, gameplay-wise, it was probably only an hour and a half, two oh, hours. Yeah. But it's just the research, yeah, the research-wise, <laughs> that was when the problem started to come in. Ugh. Frustrating. Yeah, and like I, I feel like I, I was also struggling with the the interface at times too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had that had that issue, but like that the on the on the right hand side, the little like um, the UI that would tell you your objectives, the dialogue, and all that stuff. Sometimes it would pop up, sometimes it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. There was one point in the game where I was on my computer, like in the game, and checking my emails, and then dialogue was happening and i couldn't see oh, it and i couldn't wow. hide i couldn't hide the game so i had to completely close out and start over the mission was you playing on pc actually? i was playing on pc so that was uh i was i was frustrating and there was one point i feel like there was some audio bugs as well because mm-hmm. i had a couple one... of repeated lines and things like that okay yeah i i had a point where um the the old cop Justin, I believe his name was. Yeah, like he would—he was like either walking in or no, he was walking out of a scene, and his step, his footsteps kept going throughout the entire case. So I had to finish the case, and the steps were still there the entire time. Like, oh my gosh! Yeah, I had it where like the female CEO would say something, and the dialogue box would appear, and then. She somebody else would say something, but she was still talking and she was repeating what she just said. Oh no! Yeah, I so I started off playing this on uh, Xbox. Yep. And Xbox is clunky as fuck. Um, oh, I'm sure <laughs> that, it, that it, interface doesn't. It suffers from that whole like point and click trying to become onto controls. Yeah. Where like you know you're sort of you're walking around, and there were times when. I was trying to get her to go into the far end of a room because it's mm-hmm. like that isometric view. Yeah. So I would try and get her into like something that was further away, like far into the screen and she would like clip onto a table. And so she wouldn't like, she'd sort of like bounce back or like she wouldn't be able to walk through it or. Right. And I'd be like, this is very clearly like, you need to go here. So then I'd come to PC and you just click the object and she just yeah. makes her way to it. Uh, <laughs> The the only upside was that when I was playing on Xbox, I could just whip out my phone. Like I found, mm. I could probably do that on PC. Don't get me wrong, but because I'm on PC, my natural instinct is, you know, I got I've got two monitors. So my natural yeah. instinct is like, okay, right, Google's on this one, the game's on this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do not play this game on on Xbox. I'll say that much. <laughs> if you can play it on PC, play it on PC. I did try this because it, it is cloud touch enabled. Oh, interesting. Okay. So. Uh, I did try to play it like that. There's some parts of it that work really well. And then other parts, um, what was it? Like trying to interact with the UI in touch mm-hmm. was, I don't know why it was terrible. Well, so like on, on console it was weird because LB was that side menu, the UI where you can look mm-hmm. through your evidence and that RB was your phone. Okay. And then X was that bottom menu with oh, Horus and weight and all of that yeah. lot. So 
it was like and what what would happen is like say you pressed rb to pull your phone up Mm -hmm. you press rb but then if you tried to press x to go down to wait to like wait somewhere or to travel it wouldn't let you you had to press rb again to come out of the phone and then (laughs) press x to go into that bottom menu oh man and it just felt really clunky and like you said it's it's not it's not the greatest of interfaces anyway yeah and on console it's just made a lot worse (laughs) so that's yikes it was definitely um pc was definitely the premier way to play it yeah absolutely would you recommend this game to people (sighs) oh we didn't even talk about like the shooting mechanic too I don't know how that worked on the Xbox, but I think like early on. Oh, I did. I did shoot somebody who was holding a woman hostage. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You sort you point and click on his head, don't you? Yeah. Well, I didn't kill him. I would shoot the hand so that the gun would fall out. But oh, I didn't even know it was an option. I just shot yeah. that sucker straight between the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could just disarm them. So, oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. So, like, it's like that's the thing about this game. There's like so many like nuggets of like really cool ideas, mm-hmm. but the problem is that execution. It's yeah. So it just it didn't it didn't come together. Unlike Gorogoa, where everything just came fell into place, this really didn't. Yeah. I honestly couldn't. I probably could wouldn't recommend anyone to try this. To be honest. Yeah. Because because like. Uh, unless you're unless you're some sort of masochist and you're 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 (laughs) willing to deal with all the ui and all that stuff that happens and by all means but um i i don't know i i don't think i could i in in good judgment i don't think i could recommend this game to someone unless they fix those things which is possible because i actually read also on the forums that there was a actually a a bug for an achievement there's, so there's like multiple endings to this game too, mm-hmm. and there's a there's like a, a like the best ending, and no one could get that best ending because there's a particular thing that just doesn't happen currently oh, because of game. a bug. Because of a bug. God damn! So, wow. Yeah. So that's like that's already it's, like, it's so frustrating too. So um, yeah, uh, if they can fix work out all the like the UI issues and 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 if they can get those voice actors to come back and refill out, do all the mm. lines, this game could be really cool. But do you know, do you know what would be really cool is having like, um, maybe not like a real worldwide web in the game, but you know how mm. like GTA, GTA has like that faux internet yeah. on the phone. Right. Something like that, that like has the solutions to the puzzle, but also has, useless information that's related just to yeah. kind of so you're not just go like you're not just going on the phone in the game and searching True. for the solution yeah because that that was the main issue i had when it comes to solving things using google was trying to narrow down mm-hmm. somebody who wants to know about this ceremonial stone dagger and someone who yeah. wants <laughs> to know for the purpose of playing chinatown detective agency right I can't. I can't recommend this game. I can't. Yeah. I'm. I'm really. Yeah. I'm really. Really gutted because. Yeah. It's another twelve minute situation, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it is, you know, you you talk to someone about twelve minutes. It's like, okay, right. You're playing a guy who witnesses the murder of his wife, 
and yeah. finds himself stuck in a time loop and you slowly learn information and you're unsolving all the mysteries and you're trying to right. stop your wife from dying. You're right. Like, oh, that, that sounds fucking amazing. Yeah. And then you play it and you're like, oh my God, I'm stuck in a time loop <laughs> <laughs> when my wife is dying. <laughs> and this is the same thing. Like you're like, okay, it's like a mixture of re- real world research yeah. and uh, like in-game puzzle solving and solutions. You're like, oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. And then you spend an hour and a half Googling the origins of a stamp. Right. And you're like, okay, this is this isn't as good anymore. And I can't save like mid-investigation. Right. Oh, okay, right, fuck. You you know what the I just I just thought about this too. So when you start the game, right? Or like on the menu, the first thing is always start game. Mm-hmm. So it's like your load is on like the way that they laid out that was frustrating oh, yes. as well. Yeah. So it's like you're 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 always like you're you're ready to click start game and start all over. You're like, wait, no, 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 that's not what I wanted to do. Yeah, I wanted I don't load. Know. I, now you said that I remember your defaults to like start game, which means like yeah. start a new save. Right. So I, I had to go in and I found myself I had like five save files as well. <sighs> yeah. And I had to like look at the date and the time and be like this is the newest one. Is that one. right? Because they <laughs> was... have they have the the game date and time and the like the real world date and time. Yeah. And I'm I am a stupid American, so I don't follow like the you know the twenty four hour clock. So I'm like uh and, and and they do they reverse the date the month and day. Mm-hmm. So I'm like oh god, which one was it? <laughs> I was like trying to figure it out. That must like, have been super fucking confusing. Oh, that was frustrating. That was so frustrating, but it is that like that there isn't a term for it, but it is that like games that have a great premise, but their execution doesn't quite pull it off. Yeah. And I think that Chinatown is one of those. Um, I'm in a weird way. I'm glad that I played it. Yeah, because same. I'm I'm glad that I experienced that combination of like real world research and then puzzle solving. Yeah. And it, it gives me hope that somewhere down the line, someone's going to find a way to perfect that. And even if it is, like I said, like an in-game browser that is a lot more narrow or just an autosave system or something where they can combine those two aspects and sort of did what Chinatown couldn't, it makes yeah. me hopeful that that's going to come out someday. There was, as you say that, there was a game... Several years ago, where where you were like working with like a serial killer, and they would send you emails. Oh, it was I'm trying to remember the name of the game. Damn, that sounds awesome though. <laughs> oh man, uh, and there was actually a subscription service I think too. Oh, what was that name? Oh, interesting. It was a separate game for that, but oh my god, I need to find that game. That'd be one. crazy. Can you imagine just getting like an in-game <laughs> notification like once a month? Oh my god, I need to. I need to find. I'll. I'll. I'll find it. And I'll. I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know. Definitely. It was I thought it was her story, but it's not that. It's not her story. It was before that, and it might have been by the same guy from years ago. But oh man, I need to find that again. Well. Before you you go down that rabbit hole of trying to find <laughs> that, do you want to just remind people sort of where they can find you and what sort of content you can provide them? 
Yeah. So um, once again, thanks, Ben, for for doing this. This was this was so cool. Um, so glad that we got to chat and do all this. But uh, you can find me and Tom on our 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 show, uh, one hour one decision, one H one D, and we are on Spotify and all the other podcasting platforms. We're on YouTube as well on um, the Quit the Bill because we're we're uh, we are a network partner with Quit the Bill. I was so going to ask if he was still a network partner. With yeah, them. yeah, yeah. It's been fun working with those guys. So our our stuff is there uh, on their on their YouTube channel, Quit the Build, and and um, yeah, and I'm I'm on Twitter at tc1h1d. So you can check me out there, and we'll play our games on Twitch on stream uh, at twitch.tv/1h1d. So yeah, we mm. we. Um, we play the games for an hour, so if you can catch us in that hour, you know, yeah, and I'll, I'll have everything in the show notes for yep. people, sort of, so they can go straight to it. Um, yep. What are you? What have you been playing recently? Not to date the episode, but like, what, like <laughs> for the show, what have you sort of played? Oh, recently, recently um, I have been playing. We just we just finished um, Olegia, which is like a like a mini metroidvania or microvania whatever you want to call it okay. pretty cool and um we well we'll be dropping the episode next week but we just talked that we're we're talking about um dragon age 2 oh my favorite yeah. dragon age controversially <laughs> really interesting <laughs> yeah it's, it's my personal favorite but i have um a friend of mine who's like a big Dragon Age fan, and we yeah. have regular arguments about whether Origins or Two is better. So yeah, I um, I never played a Dragon Age, and oh, you came Tom, in at two. Yeah, I came in at two. Tom's played Dragon Age Origins, and he basically never played two because of he heard from other people of the drag like other fans of the Dragon Age franchise saying two sucks. It's a very um, different take on on the Dragon Age formula compared to right, Origins. Right, but um, yeah, we talk about it, and we we did play it for an hour, so you know we'll we'll be chatting about that and we'll get do you, our thoughts. Do you on. count con- character customization into that hour? It, it's part of that hour, yeah, because Damn. it technically is part of the yeah. I know you can get really into the weeds with customization, like some some games allow you to get really, really, really tech. Uh, minutia like of things in the person's face mm-hmm. scars whatever and so yeah but unfortunately that that's part of the hour so uh, unless you, it's like because like in this game in, in dragon age 2 it's like it is kind of smack in the middle of your gameplay it's not at the beginning mm-hmm. so i that i thought was a little bit interesting why how they why they did that but whatever so so like were you not to sort because of, i'm curious now so like say do you go as in depth as you normally would. So if you if you could go in depth with character creation and it would take 20 minutes to create the character you wanted, would you still do that 20 minutes and then just like 40 minutes gameplay or would you sort of be um, like, that's a bit too much? Like, yeah, no, I mean, I, I generally am not the kind of person that will waste too much time on the character generator or creator. Um, Tom is though. So he he does like on his playthrough sometimes he will take a good chunk of time to make sure he gets his character the way he wants it to look. 
but I mean, mine is just usually pretty easy. Just a dark guy with no hair. No beard. <laughs> so it was like, so it's pretty simple for me to do. So, so yeah, I, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't wait to waste too much time on that, but I, yeah, because like I, for me, I want to get to the game. I want to get to like, this is, mm-hmm. this is nice, but it's not the actual game loop uh, yeah, for us. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, Thank you for coming on, Chris. Yeah, and yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome. Definitely check out uh, Chris and Tom on H1D, and we'll link everything down below for people. And maybe, hopefully, we can work sync around sometime and come on your show and yeah. do something with you guys. Yeah, that'd be cool. Cool to have you guys on and. Um... Maybe pick a game for us to talk about, and then we can we can discuss and see how that goes. Definitely. Well, thank you to everyone who's listening. Um, hope that you have enjoyed the episode. Check out the other Get Wrecked. We've got a whole bunch of stuff. Me and Jared have played a whole range of games with a whole range of people. So if you'd like this sort of format, kind of check it out. And we will see you next time.